Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. Hello, this is Rick, and welcome to the Presence Podcast Centennial Episode. That's right, it's April 10th, and we have reached the 100th day of 2018, which also happens to be the 100th episode of the Presence Podcast. Cue applause now. <laughs> oh, I am happy to be recording this and, and really in awe of the uh, last 100 days. Um, when I started out with this on January 1st, 2018, with this idea of recording a daily podcast, I knew it would be best to just take it one day at a time. And every day has been a little different. There have been a couple days where I was interrupted by good things, for the most part, at night, and therefore recorded the podcast the next morning. Sometimes I haven't had enough time, like this evening, to sit and write it out first, uh, so I will do it extemporaneously on those occasions. Nevertheless, it has been 100 days, and um, thank you for listening to this episode, and thank you for listening to as many episodes as you have prior to this, and Tune in tomorrow, because God willing, there will be episode 101. So, today was definitely a good day to keep my eyes, my ears, and my soul open to experience the presence of God. There are some days when I get to the end of the day, and while I have felt God's presence throughout the day, there hasn't been a specific moment where it was crystal clear, where I was in the moment and saying, thank you. This is this is it. And today was not one of those days. Today it was very clear when that moment was. So let me tell you about it. I think I may have mentioned before that the school at which I teach here in Columbus, Ohio, has what we call the house system. If you're not sure what that is and you're a Harry Potter fan, think of Harry Potter and how each of the students is in one of the um, houses. I'm not a Harry Potter fan, so I don't know the names of all the houses, Gryffindor, I think, and Slytherin, and a few others, um, but we have something like that as well, and we have six of them. Um, they're interestingly enough, and I think very touching, in a touching way, they're named after former Catholic high schools in our city that have closed over the past decades. My house is Sacred Heart, and as part of the house system, there are mentor groups, which operate in some ways like homerooms do in other schools. Ours is a little bit different because technically it's a leadership class, so the kids are learning various skills and um, practicing their leadership. More than that, though, it really, in its best cases, is a family for students because it is made up of roughly equal numbers of students across each of the four grade levels. And once a student is in a mentor group, most of the time they will not depart that mentor group until they graduate. So in my mentor group, I have 19 kids. I have five seniors, and then the rest of them would be sophomores, juniors, um, and freshmen. And I've had this mentor group long enough that each and every one of the students right now has had only me as their mentor teacher. And I have seen them each grow up uh, from little freshmen coming in on their first days up to the seniors. Um, and again, I have five of those. And today was a special day for our mentor group family. And it, it truly is a family. The, the 19 of us, uh, 20 counting me, that we have um, in my classroom 
most days of the, the school calendar, because today was a day when the seniors presented their capstone project. Now, this is something that has evolved over the years at my school, and I've seen it change. Now, I don't teach seniors, so I'm not really right out there with sort of the development of this project. Uh, I teach just freshmen and sophomores and have only taught freshmen and sophomores at this school. But I do hear about the seniors from my wife, who teaches seniors, senior religion. And so I have an idea of how this project works. And it is called the Creed Project. Uh, creed, of course, is a statement of belief. And the purpose of this is for the students in a methodical way to reflect back on their experience um, in high school, to do some self-reflection, to ask big questions. And this culminates through or within a presentation. Now, tomorrow night, Wednesday, is the big night for the seniors because each of them is scheduled to present their creed project to a teacher. My wife will be receiving a number of those presentations. And it's a big deal. The kids dress up. They can invite family and friends and, and other uh, supporters of them to come and listen to these presentations, which in many ways is, is one of the first steps um, in this process over the next nine or eight or nine weeks of their graduation and of saying goodbye to high school. Well, today in our mentor group, the mentor groups throughout the school, the seniors had the opportunity to practice and to present their creed statements. And it went really, really well for mine. And clearly, clearly, I felt God's presence in the midst of it. As I mentioned, I have five seniors, three girls and two boys, and each is very, very different than the others, different personalities, different temperaments, but each of them very special in their own unique ways. And again, I've, I've seen them grow um, and change and develop. And for me, it was just wonderful to hear um, more about who they are, to learn some things about them. Um, one of the girls was born in Africa, and I didn't know that. And uh, some other things about their interests and their histories. And really to just hear their vision, their vision for themselves, their vision for their future, and um, to see in a nutshell, in their words and in their attitudes, um, just how much they've grown and how far they've come. And to gain a little bit of a sense of ownership, perhaps. Um, you know, it, the mentor group is a family. They're brothers and sisters with each other, which was interesting, as I told them, because today was Sibling Day, National Sibling Day. Um, and if they're brothers and sisters, then that, me make, that makes me their dad. And um, I feel that a lot with these, um, these very special young people, because we've been blessed in our mentor group that every year as seniors depart, we get a new group of freshmen. And each year over the last years, the freshmen that we have received have been just wonderful. And they have fit in and integrated so nicely. And the upperclassmen have welcomed them with, with open arms and hospitality. And um, it just is a wonderful thing. You know, any parent wants to see their children grow and be in harmony and fulfilling and supportive relationships with each other. And, and that is definitely what I've seen with, with my mentor group. I'll close with sharing one particular moment that really was a God presence moment. And it was when the second student went, a girl in my mentor group who transferred in, so did not have her all four years. She, I believe, transferred in her freshman year or the beginning of her sophomore year. 
And um, she got up to share and, and was really overcome with emotion. Um, she's had a challenging life. Um, her mom has been absent and it has been her dad who has been the um, just the primary caregiver. And she was as she began to describe him, she was just so taken with emotion that she started crying in our midst. And it was something that could have been a very awkward moment and other situations kids might have started giggling or gotten uncomfortable or she might not have been able to do that at all but none of that happened um she was able to to step down i I gave her the permission to step down and the other students were supportive talked to her a little bit and said you know if if you want to be to go at the end after the other kids have gone you're welcome to and and she ended up doing that and it was a wonderful presentation. She was very honest, speaking from the heart, and I was very touched by it and, and grateful for it because, again, it, it was evidence that this was a space where the emotions that she did really didn't want to necessarily be front and center tomorrow night when it counts for a grade and the pressure is on, um, to be able to, to share those and to get those out today. Um, and for the, the her brothers and sisters in the mentor group to be supporting and loving and in the midst of that. So I am grateful for that and um, look forward to the rest of the year with these seniors. We're hoping for spring. This mentor group loves to be outside and I'm, I'm hoping that we can get outside again soon and celebrating the next couple of months and the milestones for the seniors as graduation gets closer and closer. So what situations have you been in where you have felt a sense of family when it wasn't actually your biological family? When have you been a member, a sibling in one of those families? When have you been a parent in one of those families? And what groups or communities in your life currently might you have the opportunity to help invite them to grow into this sense of family, to move from a group to a community, to a family. Thank you very much for listening. I will put some um, photos of these young people um, on the Facebook page. And um, I do appreciate your listening. Blessings and peace.